number two is always the first one that lost. So whack. <laughs> so whack. Anyway. So yeah, we had a great time. It was cold as I don't know what in New York. I don't know why it was so cold. What's going on? Yeah, is that is that breeze coming off that water? <sighs> it drove me crazy. Yeah. I was trying to walk down the street. People looking at me crazy because I'm just so used to rocking my stilettos, walking down the street, just trying to be cute. You know, I was trying to pull my little Carrie Bradshaw situation out. TV people. I, Whatever. Tell me, how does they how do they do it? They just be walking down the street looking all flawless. You know what I'm saying? All bundled up, but they look cute in their heels and just. I mean, I try to do that. They look cute. That's just for a scene. Man. <laughs> that was that. I was like, what was I thinking? People were looking at me like I was straight. Bonkers in the mind, just walking down the street looking crazy. But I had a good time nonetheless. We went to a nice little brunch spot. Yeah, but man, I don't understand. People in New York, y'all don't have any space issues because y'all like be right on top of each other. Well, see, I could have told you that. Everything is a little compact because they have to fit all those people there. You know what? I'm a big dude. I need my space to get out. Why don't you just get a get smaller? Nah. Because I'm ready to move. Right. I'm ready to move. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah. All right. I'm looking up some spots. Yeah, okay. Keep you looking. I'm be- yeah. <laughs> he ain't going to me. I bet you Wednesday. You won't drive on you down there. Oh, I won't. Yeah. I ride a, a moped. <laughs> yeah, let's get ran slammed on that moped. I would ride a moped. But, yeah, it's really tight up there. I I miss it. But I don't know. My last visit, it was too cold. So you probably got, you guys won't see me until it gets a little warmer. I don't know. Uh, I got to think about that. Time, baby. Yeah, we got to think about that. <laughs> but it was it was beautiful. It was wonderful. Had a good time. You guys are wonderful. You know what's so funny, though, is that I'm so accustomed. When I first moved to Virginia, right, and people used to speak, like, walking down the street, they say, hi, how are you, or whatever. I used to look at them like, what they want? What, what, what you looking at me like that for? Why are you speaking to me? You know, what's up with that? So now that I've been in VA for so long, I'm used to saying, hi, how are you, or people don't speak. You kind of like, what's wrong with them? Like, they, can't, they can't say hi? They can't say hi? You know, it's okay you to say hi? Well, I went to New York this past weekend. I'm still in my VA mode. Sorry. I got there and I'm like, hello, how are you? What? What? <laughs> you looking at? you looking at for? And then we just talked to the waiter. He, he said our stuff down. We said thank you. He looked, he, she looked shocked. He looked shocked. He said thank you. I should have called him a motherfucker. He was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He would have been more comfortable. Oh, you're welcome, sir. Yeah. <laughs> motherfucker. Stop. Mind your mouth. Yeah. Mind your mouth. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we had a great time. But I want to tell you guys what's coming up for GapTooTheDiva.com and GapTooTheDiva Radio for the upcoming weekend. We are not traveling this weekend. We are homebound. We're homebound because we got the um, MLK Signature Black and White Affair going down on January the 15th at Posh. If you don't know what Posh is, climb up under that rock. It is at 1713 East Main Street in VA. Go ahead and get there. This is brought to you by DNW Entertainment and Higher IQ. Um, this is going to be um, the portion of the proceeds are going to benefit the High IQ Three Foundation. That's a youth mentoring program here in Richmond, and we're going to be talking about um, youth mentoring a little bit later with our wonderful guests, the authors of Brother to Brother: Motivation for Young African American Men. 
Um, they do some youth mentoring in the community. They also have a couple of programs that they're going to talk about, but we're going to talk into that a little later. But, yes, come down to the MLK Signature Black and White Affair, Saturday, January 15th at Pars. Music is by Danger Mouth. I know you all know who that is. And it's hosted by Kells of 105.7 Kiss FM. Um, doors open at 9 p.m. There's a coat check available, so you can go ahead and hang up those shirt wings and bubble jackets. <laughs>
you know what? Anyway, just come on out. Revelations at Sunset. Um, I'm going to say it one more time because I don't get paid for this. Revelations at Sunset. Go enjoy yourself. July, I said July, January 16th. I am not. Oh, I don't get paid for saying this. Oh. <laughs> I don't get paid for saying this. So, anyway, um, I'm hosting it. So, I, I hope you guys come out and have a good time with us. We are so excited. I got an audition on Saturday for a play. Yeah. So, cross your fingers, you guys, all you who follow me and support me. Cross your fingers and hope that I get it. I'm excited about it. Um, I just want to point something out to you guys. This is 2011. If you ain't about your business, what are you doing? What are you doing? Come on, wake up. Come on, stop sleeping. Take a no-dose. Let's get on our business. This year we are doing volunteer programs. This year we are mentoring young people. We are mentoring people our own age. And and we mentor older people in regards to businesses, about branding yourself, about relationships. We're ready to make change, and you can only make change if you open your mouth, close mouth, don't get fed, you know what I mean? So y'all need to represent. And um, my guests tonight are Young Minds, the authors of Brother to Brother Motivation for Young African-American Men. I'm sure they're going to bring something to the table that you all can benefit for. So I hope you sit down and relax. You know, I hope you got your little drink and your little snack. I hope you went to the bathroom. So I don't want you to miss anything. So, you know, you can't take your laptop in the bathroom. That's kind of nasty. Don't do that. Uh, Don't do that. Just leave it on. Just, just keep it on the speakerphone. Yeah, keep it on. Keep it loud. I want you to hear everything that happens tonight because right now we are cutting loose and we are going to let them talk. Um, I want to give a shout-out to somebody I'm supposed to give a shout-out to. I can't remember who it is. Is it a birthday thing? No, it's not a birthday thing. Okay. I missed somebody's birthday, though. Where? Who is it? I can't remember. Don't worry about it. Charge it to my head and not my heart. I still love you. I was supposed to give somebody a shout-out. I can't remember. But anyway, we're not going to waste any more time. I want to go ahead and get uh, one of the authors, Shaw Young, on the line and see if we can get everybody connected at the same time. I'm so excited. Are you excited? I got my new intro and everything, and, you know, I did my, my video countdown, Jake, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm, 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 I don't know. I was just trying to relate to the followers. <laughs> Really good. I'm feeling real good. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Welcome to Gas with Radio. Hi, how you doing? Hi. Am I speaking to Sean? Yes, this is Sean. Okay, what's up, Sean? How are we going to get everybody else on the line? I see somebody from a 757 number. Is that the rest of your people? Yeah, that's uh, 757202. No. 6602. No. <laughs> no, that ain't hey, 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 uh, It might be calling from a... Yeah, he might be calling from his house number. Okay, let me let me see. It's, 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 they, oh, where they go? <laughs> they hung up. Oh, I got it. Oh, wait. Everybody moving. Stop moving around. Alexander. Hi, Mr. <laughs> Lloyd. <laughs> hey. Okay. 
I'm trying to get everybody on the line. So I got a nine three two number. Is that is that another one too? Yeah, that's my dad. Lloyd okay. Junior. Hello? Hello? Okay, is this okay, which one is this? Lloyd Young Junior. The dad. Okay. All right. How are you how you doing? Is is Good that yourself? all is that is it's just three of y'all. Y'all, y'all all here. Everybody up present. Yeah. Yes, uh, uh, yeah. We got Lloyd. We got Lloyd Junior. And we got Sean. We missing somebody. Keon, but he he might not be on. Okay. Okay. Great. Now, first off, I want to talk to Dad. Okay, that's me. That? Okay. So. Dad, not only are you, like, really doing a lot in the community, but you've raised some incredible sons that are helping you in your efforts. I want you to introduce the entire Young Minds group. Okay, Young Minds is um, a brainchild of Sean and Lloyd Alexander. Um, Sean is the third of four children. Um, Lloyd Alexander is the first of four. Um, Keon um, is the second. He is not available on the phone. And then we have Samantha Young as the fourth child. And Sean and Lloyd, in their adult age now, they have started a nonprofit group called Young Minds Inc., and I'd have to let one of them elaborate more on that. Okay, Sean, go ahead and elaborate on that. Well, Young Minds, uh, it was started back in January 2009. Uh, it came about, um, we were at a family cookout um, back in 2008, and Lloyd and I, we were talking about different uh, areas that we wanted to focus on in, in the future. Uh, Lloyd's always wanted to uh, start math, science, and technology program. Um, he's an engineer by trade, and uh, myself, as a social worker, I've always wanted to have a chain of community centers. Uh, so we came together and, and started Young Minds um, again in January 2009. And one of our first events was Mother's Day weekend in 2009, which was a conference called Brother to Brother, where we brought uh -huh. together about about 40 young men, uh, 40 young black males to teach them about manhood and, and to dispel the myths um, about manhood and, and just to, to show them that there are men out there in the community that care about them. Okay. And do you think that those individuals were pushed up into what you were trying to do? Oh, yes, most definitely. A, a lot of the young men uh, provided feedback stating that, uh, you know, they didn't know there were a lot of young men um, that had single mothers like they did. Uh, that was one of the topics that, uh, came up at the conference, uh, being raised by a single mother. Uh, we also focused on education and, and fatherhood. And at, at the end of the conference, what we did, we, we taught them how to tie ties, which was kind of a rite of passage uh, to help them in, in their uh, transition into manhood. Okay. Now, Lloyd Jr., what, what are some of the misconceptions that people have about uh, growing up as a young African-American man? Hello? One of the misconceptions is that um, 
you cannot succeed that um, our traditional family base, two parents, householders, you know, yes, it is the ideal, but it does not guarantee success, just as being raised in a single-parent home doesn't guarantee unsuccess. Um, that families come together in all kinds of ways. We have husbands and wives. We have single-parent mothers, single-parent fathers, if you will. Um, okay. Then you have blended families from, from divorce and people remarrying and bringing two families together. Um, so there's really no guarantee of success, if you will, from um, any type of family. But there's a misconception out there that if you're from a single-parent family, that you're just not going to succeed. And a lot of that is transmitted to these young men at such an early age, and they feel defeated before they even get started. Okay. Now, in your opinion, um, do you feel that a lot of the young men um, who either are involved in your program or not, um, do you feel like they don't understand that they have resources and um, other programs available to them, and that's why they're doing the things that they're doing? Somewhat, I believe the statement that you made that they don't have resources, that, and that there's resources not only in um, programs but just in their life circumstances. Uh-huh. I would say, you know, they have grandfathers, they have uncles. Um, if they're involved in churches, there's men in their churches. Um, even in their communities, if they're involved in extracurricular activities, they have coaches and um, assistant coaches and volunteers, you know, that we're surrounded by role models, um, and we just need to tap into those things. Okay. Now, whose idea was it to uh, come up with the book? I was shocked. That, that would be... Yeah, I, I, that was uh, my idea. I was on Facebook one evening um, and received a challenge to write a book in 30 days. Uh, a guy named Andrew Morrison, he's a business coach out of New York um, and, and does a lot of coaching and motivating people to, to reach their full potential, um, not only in, in their business lives but in their personal lives also. Uh, so he challenged you know his friends on Facebook to write a book in 30 days. So I took the challenge on, and I decided to uh, seek the help of my, my father and brothers, and, and we came together as a family um, and decided to write a book, you know, geared towards African-American males and try to motivate them uh, to reach their full potential. Wow. Now, writing a book in 30 days sounds like a lot of work in itself. Did you come across any obstacles or anybody telling you that um, it couldn't be done? Well, yeah, of course, you you know, you run across some obstacles. Uh, you know, we came up with the, the idea for the book, and uh, what we did, we allowed men to be mentors through writing. You know, we reached out to all of our contacts, uh, sent out email blasts across the country uh, from as far away as Arizona and Michigan uh, yeah. to get, you know, to, to ask these men, what would you tell a young man you know, about different subjects. You know, we focused on education, spirituality, manhood, fatherhood, 
you know, uh, career development. And, and what we did, we asked these men, you know, what would you tell a young man if you ran into him about, you know, this subject? You know, so we allowed these men to uh, send in quotes and words of wisdom on what they would tell a young black male uh, in regards to those areas. Okay. Now, the people that have uh, purchased your book and read it, have you gotten any um, responses from individuals that said by reading your book they were impacted somehow? Yeah, we'll let Lloyd Alexander go ahead and answer that question. Okay. Yeah, I believe uh, we recently finished a uh, a partnership with Virginia State University where we um, were allowed to set up book sales on the campus uh, during homecoming. And uh, just the presence of us being at a historically black college and university, you know, father and son, son team, um, we received, you know, numerous comments about that people just amazed that a family could come together and, and do such a project. Um, you know, the feedback feedback was overwhelming. It's really overwhelming before they even open the first couple pages of the book. But um, once they do read the book, there's a lot of young men that have been touched, a lot of uh, families. And it's not, although it's um, motivation for young African-American men, we find other races and nationalities are uh, receiving a book well, too. That's fantastic. Now, as a father-son team, are you planning on doing any future projects together? Um, any more books can we expect from you guys? Yeah, one of the um, the, the next projects is um, a book called Mother to Son, um, and it's based off the poem by Langston Hughes, um, oh. where you have a, a mother, you know, encouraging her son to never give up. Um, so the, the concept of the book is to reach out to single mothers, um, you know, who have who have raised their sons or who are raising their sons, and, you know, they want to give people uh, a look into their lives, um, you know, and, and just continue to motivate not only themselves but their sons at the same time. So that's one of our next projects, but, you know, we want to continue um, to write motivational books and uh, curriculums for mentoring programs and youth development programs. That's fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. I have a son myself, and as a mother, um, you 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 want to feel like you can give them all the advice in the world, but I know that there's a lot of single mothers out there who feel as though they can't say much because they're not a man. What do you say to those women? Um, well, I think I just to reach out to the resources that you have, um, be it through your um, your siblings, if you have brothers, um, or if you have uncles, grandparents, um, people in the church, get them involved in Boy Scouts, Cub Scouts, um, extracurricular activities where men um, are volunteering as coaches, um, even assistant coaches, those types of things. There's plenty of people in place within our communities um, that are doing fantastic things on a day-to-day basis. Wow. Okay. Now, have you ever came, I don't know if you guys have the opportunity to speak to uh, a lot of women um, who have children and they're single parents, but have you ever come across parents who've had excuses like scheduling conflicts or uh, being overwhelmed with the amount of responsibilities that they have 
that they can't take the time out to uh, participate in, you know, extracurricular programs and stuff like that? I think a lot of it has to do with, um, like you're saying, time. Um, but with the sports activities, we find that money is a prohibitive factor. Uh-huh. That that can be a barrier. But um, time time is of essence for everybody. Uh-huh. Um, and time management is just something, you know, that we need to put in there. It's not so much that you can't afford not to take the time to do something. You can't not afford not to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Now, have, have you um, have you all mentored any individuals that have been reformed from a life of living on the streets or doing, um, you know, illegal activities? Have individuals been reformed from your mentoring? Yeah, uh Currently working with uh, one young man. He's a uh, uh, acknowledged gang member, um, and, and one thing that he's trying to do is to try to steer clear of that lifestyle. Try to finish school, and wants to uh, get a job after he graduates. So, you know, one thing that's helped him is, you know, again just spending the time with him and, and showing him. Uh, positive influences and, and trying to get him to make, you know, the right decisions. So we've also had some young men that, you know, have indulged in, in drugs and alcohol, um, and, and they've, you know, some of them have stopped, you know, their past, you know, past acts of it, you know, indulging in drugs and alcohol. You know, so, again, you know, with, with the program, it's, it's just showing these young men that, you know, there are, other ways of other lifestyles that you can have, you know, besides, you know, the streets. Uh, now, I really want to get, like, some helpful tips out of you guys. I know that our listeners could benefit from some of the information that you not only have in your book, but something that you can just pull out right now, especially those who have uh, kids that they're dealing with that may be problem issues or maybe taking down taking the wrong path right now because of uh circumstances that you mentioned earlier. What are the situations that you guys are coming across, um, either in your mentoring or trying to develop programs for these young men? What are some of the situations that you're seeing most often and how can we avoid those? Okay. This is uh Lloyd A. Young. I just speak on one issue and, and then let Sean and my father follow. Uh one issue I see that uh, young men are scared to try, you know, different things. They're used to seeing the young African American males uh, playing basketball or football or some type of sports, or they're seeing the, their rap artists on the, you know, MTV, BT, or uh-huh. their you know, local comedians. Um, but they're they're scared to um, go try to, you know, be a teacher or, or a professor or be a biologist or a scientist or you know be a aspire to be a social worker whatever the case may be and for the guys out there as well as the young women you know I try to tell them you know you can set your aspirations high you can you know you can achieve whatever that it is that you want to achieve and make sure you reach out to others for help there's uh, plenty of people in the workplace that take the time out to volunteer during their lunch breaks or volunteer at, you know, different organizations on the weekends, 
you know, plenty uh-huh. of people that's willing to be a mentor if you want advice about, you know, how I can, you know, become a business owner or how I can um, become a sports agent. Don't aspire to be the the football player that's going to have a, you know, an average of five years in the league, but become that sports agent that's, you know, a lifelong career. Oh, that's a good idea. What about the rest of you? I would say we need to hold, particularly um, all of all of us as parents. You have to hold people accountable for the things, for the organizations we're involved in. If we're involved in the church, the church should be an active ministry. It should be um, available to help, um, assist, whether it's tutoring, whether it's coaching, whether it's mentoring, or even you know Bible studies. Something for for young men and, and young children, period. Um, again, with our siblings, our aunts and our uncles, our grandparents, you know, they're vital parts of our community, our families, and we just need to get them involved. A lot of times, as parents and as single parents, uh-huh. we feel that we're isolated and we isolate ourselves and we just have to come off of our islands and get involved okay. and hope we're accountable. Okay. And Sean? Yeah, what, one of the things um, that I, I think about, you know, when when working with these young men is I think about the, the education rates and the high, the high school dropout rates for black males. You know, nationwide it, it's, you know, around a 50% dropout rate for black males, um, and which leads to high incarceration rates. Um, and, and what we want to prevent is, you know, one, the high dropout rates for high school. We want to keep these young men in school um, as long as possible so that they can graduate um, and either go to school, get a trade, um, or find some, some type of employment or start businesses because we mm-hmm. – you know, st- statistics show that, you know, when you have somebody who's not working, who's unemployed or underemployed, they, you know, most likely will go to a life of crime, which is causing these young men um, to be become incarcerated and get caught up in that, that criminal justice system, which is hard to get out. Um, and, you know, so that that's one of the major things that, you know, we want to focus on is, is education, um, and, and helping these young men to be productive citizens of society. Okay. Now I want to go back to something that you mentioned earlier um, about, you know, church and finding someone at school and, um, you know, seeking counselors, teachers, coaches. I'm finding that a, a lot of young people are coming up with the same um, excuse or the same reason to justify why they don't do different things or why they don't seek help from um, people that are around them. They're saying that there aren't really that many individuals that identify with what they're going through or that um, understand the type of pressures that they have on them. And I'm sure you can understand that most of the time, you know, with generational gaps, there might be a lot of differences between you and the person that you're trying to mentor. What is your rebuttal for that? My rebuttal is there's nothing new under the sun. That the um, 
the issues that are coming up, whether it's substance abuse, sexualities, engagement, and all those things, um, may now have an earlier onset than we had in previous generations, but those issues have always been there. Uh-huh. Um, and again, us adults, we might want to act like we've never been or experienced these issues, but we've all been through these issues. Uh-huh. Temptation to use drugs or, in fact, have used drugs. Um, being involved in juvenile justice systems. Um, statistically, we've been involved. We know what's going on. Okay, okay. Now, what do you say to those individuals who um, they shy away from the environment of, you know, being within the church or being among a lot of the elders because of uh, issues of judgment and the fact that they're subconscious about their own situation? Again, that's where I would talk about us as parents, holding folks accountable. Um if the parent is involved in church, say a single parent or even two-parent families, if they're involved in church and they're experiencing um, issues, be it with their sons or their daughters, they should be be able to reach out to the elders. And if the elders or even their peers, if they mm-hmm. won't become engaged and help in the process, then maybe that's not a ministry we should be involved in. Mm. Okay. Same okay. thing with the schools. Um, the parent teachers organizations. Not only do we need to go to the conferences, parent teacher conferences, we need to be involved in these organizations and have those organizations be about the things that we want them or need them to be about. Okay. Now, how do you all um, attract? these individuals to to engage with you. I mean, I've known a lot of people who find it hard to get certain young people to listen. Are you, I mean, how are you relating to these people? I mean, I know a lot of mentors who use video games and stuff like that to, to, to coerce the kids to listen to them, but are you using any methods or tactics that other people could use that were interested in doing some mentoring themselves? Well, I think what what you have to do and what we found to be true is you have to meet people where they are. So mm-hmm. if you have a young man who's involved in sports, you know, you try to provide some sports activities for them, uh, try to reach them, you know, if they're involved in music or some type of arts program, try to reach them on that level. Um, and just try to um, understand where they're at right now so that you can, you know, try to help them get out of that situation, um, you know, and, again, you know, reaching them where they are, not trying to force your beliefs on them, um, but just trying to have it, trying to have an open dialogue uh, to try to help these young men to express themselves in, in a safe a safe environment. You know, a lot of times, you know, we all know men don't like to talk. Uh-huh. You know, we don't like to express our feelings and and. and you know, society teaches us that, you know, men aren't supposed to express themselves, you know. You know, so we, we try to provide a safe environment where these young men can, you know, feel free to, to say what they want to say and not be judged. You know, so we just, again, we try to reach them where they are so that we can, you know, bring them up to a new level. 
And how do you all respond to trepidation, people who are hesitant about talking to you, or do you respond to it at all? You know, I find it just the opposite. Um, in each of the outings that I've gone to, particularly with um, with Sean and Lloyd, that there seems to be <clears throat> more of a need and a willingness to be mentored than there are for us to be able to get mentors to come out. Um, so I, I'm seeing it just the opposite than the way that you're articulating it, that there's more young folks that are willing to be mentored than there are folks that are willing to mentor. And I think, um, what's his name, um, Michael Basin has thought the same thing in his campaign, mm-hmm. that there's more mentees than there are mentors. The same so you're not, finding, you're not finding anyone who's resisting being mentored by you all? No, not even when we have grandparents. That's a phenomenon I've seen, um, grandparents bringing their um, young grandchildren that they are raising. Um, once they bring them, once they're around the table, they become engaged. Mm. They seem willing they might have been bought to the table but they're willing to communicate once they're at the table okay and you said that you're finding a hard time finding mentees why do you think that is uh the, the difficulty yeah in finding mentors um some people you know say lack of time um you know they 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 have families and jobs um and other other commitments and priorities. Um, some people feel that they have to spend money uh, when they meet with their mentees. Uh, but all we ask for is four to eight hours a month, you know, to, to spend some quality time with these guys. Uh, we do group sessions every other Saturday, you know, and we're trying, this year we're trying to do more one-on-one mentoring. Um, so, so again, it's, you know, people saying they, you know, time commitments, um, there was a study done in Baltimore, you know, looking at why black males don't volunteer to be mentors. And, you know, again, it was time commitments, money restraints. Um, also, those men saying that they they never had a mentor and they weren't sure if they knew if they would be able to mentor somebody else and guide them in the right direction. You know, wow. so I, I think, you know, I think we have to just be willing, not be afraid to try or not be afraid to fail, Um, you know, just, you know, show up and and, and see what happens. Now, what is the requirement to be a mentor? Uh, We we ask that, you know, you be over the age of 21 um, to work with these young men. Uh, We do background checks um, on people that will be working with these young men. Um, and just be committed to to spending some time, you know, again, four to eight hours a month. You know, we think of, you know, how much time we spend at our jobs or doing some other type of activity. You know, all we're asking is for four to eight months, um, four to eight hours a month, you know, to spend some quality time and have a positive impact on these young men. Okay. And you mentioned earlier about uh, financial uh financial limits or whatever, do we, is there any requirement on, on spending money on the mentees or taking them out? 
Is that something no. that is a, it's customary? No, there, there's no, there's nothing that says, you know, you have to spend, you know, money on your mentee. Um, you know, what we're trying to do now is reach out to different people in the community, um, different colleges and universities, different sports teams, so that, you know, we can get tickets uh, to different games and activities so that, you know, they, they don't have to spend money, you know. Um, sometimes... You know, I, I hear of, of older people talking about how back in their time when they were younger, you know, the, there was a guy in the neighborhood who would take kids to the store to get a soda, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you just think about how much a soda costs, you know, that it's not a significant amount of money. You know, all, we want the guys to focus on quality time, you know, and, and not really focus on the money issue, you know, so that's why we're, Know, reaching out to the community for different partnerships and um, to provide in-kind donations and, you know, trying to raise money so that the mentors won't have to come out of pocket, um, you know, to spend any, any money on their mentees. Okay, that, that sounds great. It really doesn't sound like there's anything to, you know, give out. It's just really your time and your energy. I don't. I, I can't. I can't seem to understand why you having such a hard time finding mentors. Um, are there like trainings or sessions that they can get involved in before they actually commit themselves to doing it? Maybe someone to show them how it works. Or uh, do, do uh, any of your mentors do shadowing so you can see what a typical day of a mentor would be like? Yeah, we we provide different workshops throughout the community. Um, but, again, we do the, the every other Saturday um, sessions. We do group mentoring sessions every other Saturday where we'll uh, have a speaker come in and talk about a different topic, you know, for about an hour and, and do different activities with the young men at that time, you know, so they can come and participate in the group mentoring to get a feel for, um, you know, what we ask of them. You know, so that that's an opportunity if they can't do one-on-one mentoring, you know, just spend, you know, two hours a, you know, a Saturday or every other Saturday, you know, in the group session, you know, just interacting with the young men. Okay. And have you ever had a young woman uh, want to mentor a young man? Is that possible? Can can you do that? Well, what what we focus on is are are black males. Uh, mentoring other black males because one one of the things that um, that I believe um, is that it takes a man to 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 raise a boy into a man um, and, and we've gone back and forth on those those issues or that issue you know whether a, a single mother can raise a boy to be a man you know and, and my father gets into talking about the, um, you know, different men in the community or in your family, you know, so, you know, we've had women who wanted to volunteer and um, help out with the organization, and, and, you know, that has been open to them, but as far as the mentoring component, we try to leave that to uh, to older black males to provide, you know, that, that type of influence to the younger guys. Okay. Okay. Now, what are some of the negative aspects of trying to do what you all are doing? 
that you you are overcoming right now? Are you having problems getting funding? Is, is there any group or uh, entity that might be against uh, you getting funding or participating in anything that could be hindering your progress? I think, uh, you know, finances is always a struggle with any nonprofit or any organization that wants to, you know, help out in the community. And um, like you mentioned, that's been one of our obstacles, uh, trying to find funding to start programs or asking, um, getting donations or in-kind donations and people just uh, really, you know, in these economic times, it's hard for somebody to to give us money. Um, however, with that being said, we don't use that as an excuse. We keep persevering through and continue our in our quest to help and empower young men and young women, both, uh, for instance, with the book, Brother to Brother, Motivation for Young African American Men, we didn't have a, a budget when we started, but that didn't stop us from writing the book and getting it published. You know, we prayed about it, we kept at it, and um, all in all, we got our book published, and, we, you know, we were able to order numerous of copies for sale. So although financial struggles may come, you know, we just, you know, persevere, have faith, and let let the plan work out to where it's going to be. Okay. And what could um, what could we do to help you in your efforts? Um, we'd just like for everybody out there to know that um, the book is available for sale, both in uh, paperback and hardback, at www.brother.com to brothermotivation.com and uh if everybody would you know purchase one book you know that would be great and more importantly if you're not able to purchase one book maybe tell five people about the book that you may that that you think may be interested in purchasing the book you know word of mouth is a great tool and we hope that you know by participating on your radio show will uh help our community and kind of reach out to the masses today. Well, I think that you guys are doing a fantastic job with everything that you have going on. And, um, you know, looking at your website and reading a little bit of the book, I'm inspired myself um, to do some mentoring. I just wonder, um, what events do you guys have coming up, or do you have any conferences or anything that we could tell the people about and that they should come out and support? Well, we're we're currently planning for our annual uh, brother to brother conference, which will be in the spring. Um, you know, over the past two years, we've had a one day conference, and uh, one of the things we want to do this year is do a weekend retreat um, to take the young men out of the the city um, and take them into a rural environment where they can, you know, have have a peaceful moment, um, you know, a peaceful weekend, you know, where we can you know, interact with them and provide workshops um, during the weekend. You know, also planning uh, something for Black History Month. You know, we're, we, uh, last Black History Month, we sh- uh, we did a, a, a viewing of a documentary called Men to Boys, which gets into talking about father absence and, and what it really means to be a man. And we had a community discussion around that. Um, to try to raise awareness around father absence and, and what we can do as a community 
um, to to better to better the lives of those who are growing up without fathers, um, and just also trying to uh, just reach out to the schools, uh, counseling agencies, trying to reach out to the juvenile detention centers to to get some programs into those uh, institutions, so that we can have more of an impact impact on these young men. Um, and, and one of the final projects is a to pilot a program called Dare to Be King, and it's a violence prevention curriculum um, that we came across out of Baltimore. Um, and bullying is a big issue nowadays, you know, so mm-hmm. we want to try to pilot a program um, to address issues uh, of community violence, you know, within the black community, um, not only by those who are the aggressors, but those who are on the other end of you know receiving violence from from you know those aggressors so, so we're we're you know trying to do a lot of things in the community um you know we're going to keep our website updated we have another website uh youngmindsinc.community.officelive.com where they can find out more about the nonprofit and and different things that we're doing in the community you know so we're just trying to you know, remain active and, and continue to, to make a positive impact on the community. Now, I know that not too long ago, Young Minds partnered up with CNN to uh, do the event screening of Black in America, too. Did you get great responses from that? I'm sure you did. Yes, that, that event um, was actually held in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, and uh it involved, like you said, an advanced screening of um, CNN's Black in America, too. Uh, we also were able to partner uh, with, with a local church as well as a local chapter, the NAACP. Uh, Norfolk State University had a representative and a, a another young man, Alton Jamison, who was a wonderful motivational speaker. But uh, through that um, screening, there was a you know, open discussion on what it is to be black in America, not only what it is to be black in America, but what it is to be black in Hampton Roads or what it is to be black in Virginia, which um, brought a great discussion from that screening. Okay. Now, if I was a young man with um, with so much possibility in the world, so much potential, but I don't have, you know, uncles and brothers and, you know, cousins that are doing positive things in the community or even with their lives. So my outlook on life is a little bit more negatively skewed than most. What would you suggest to me? What would you, how would you mentor me? Uh, well, again, uh, with the mentoring program, it is, is to engage them um, of where they are currently and to try to um, figure out, you know, if, if they have anger issues, you know, you said the negative aspects. You know, the, a lot of young men are angry. You know, try to figure out why they're angry. You know, hook them up with uh, different resources in the community, whether it's counseling, um, anger management, you know, workshops, um, and just try to surround them with love and support um, through the through the men that are in our program. Um, you know, and again, show them that there are positive men in the community, whether they're doctors, lawyers, janitors, you know, garbage truck drivers, 
you know, there there are still positive men in the community. You know, you may not have any in your family, but they're out there, um, and they're willing to, you know, step out and, and help you um, in any way that they possibly can. Okay. And what advice would you give out to the to the mentors or potential mentors in trying to work with them? Continue to stay encouraged. Go ahead. Just be able to give up a little time. Just be consistent. Even if it's just two hours a month, you know, come out there. Um, Because we're all in this together and we'll all benefit. We will surely all not benefit from any adverse adversity that might come along. Okay. Now, have you ever experienced uh, a fellow mentor becoming frustrated with the process? Maybe his mentee is just not grasping, you know, the concept of trying to also change his future. What do you, how do you, how do they persevere? How do they get through that? Uh, Again, providing uh, training, um, but also uh, one thing that, we want to focus on this year is providing the mentors also with a safe place where they can, you know, address any frustrations that they have um, for them to connect with, with other mentors and any men in the community who may be going through life's issues, whether it's at home, on the job, and in the community. So give them a safe haven where they can um, express their frustrations. So it's kind of, you know, not only a mentoring program but a support group. Uh, where these men can come in and express their their frustrations and anger. Okay. Now, if there's any listeners out there who want to participate in your program, whether they're a mentee or a mentor, um, they would just go to your website? Yeah, they can go to the website, youngmindsinc.community.officelive.com, or they can call me at Sean Young at 804 5395647 5395647 Okay. And is there an application process to be a mentee? Yeah, we we do a, a application for the mentees. We do an interest survey um to see, you know, what they're interested in again to try to reach them where they are. Um and this year we're we're working on um we call it an annual investment. Um, again, my father talked about holding parents accountable. Um, uh-huh. So have a, a annual investment, um, not a not a huge fee, um, but a small fee to to cover you know some of the costs over the over the years, such as snacks for the um, for the times that we meet, cover some of the activities, also provide the young men with uh, T-shirts, and we want to give every young man a, a book, a copy of the book Brother to Brother. Um, so that they can have something to hold on to um, and, and keep them focused when when they're not around um, their fellow mentees and their mentors. Okay, that's awesome. I was going to ask that. And how young can the mentees be? Uh, we, we go as young as seven years old. Um, we work between seven and, and age 18. Okay, great, great. I just want to say that you guys are doing a fantastic job. Like I said, I can see that um, what you're doing is going to be very, very prosperous. You're very blessed to have 
uh, an opportunity to do this not only individually but as a family. It's not that many individuals that can say that, you know, that they can do that. And for um, for your father, I, I want to, you know, say congratulations to you for raising um, this incredible set of children who are definitely trying to change and impact young men. Um, that wasn't done. That wasn't done alone. <laughs> well, your I'm mother not a too. parent. <laughs> uh, I have a lovely wife. We've been married 35 plus years, and we've had lots of support for, from ourselves, from our parents and our brothers and sisters. It's it's been a village. We are a village. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, congratulations to her and everyone else as well. Um, is there anything else that you want to put out there really quick before we let you go um, that our listeners can benefit from learning about Young Minds, Inc.? Uh, we'll just uh, con- continue to look out for uh, different events that we're doing, uh, partnering with the schools and different churches in the community, um, and anybody else who is willing to, to partner and make a positive impact on young men. Again, our websites are brothertobrothermotivation.com. Our other website is youngmindsinc.community.officelive.com. Um, and they, you know, just reach out to us for help. You know, uh, we've, I've, you know, gone to people's houses just to talk to their young men if they didn't want to be involved in the program. You know, I've gotten calls from, from single mothers and, and grandparents to, just sit down and talk to their their son or their grandson, um, just to have that positive influence in their life for you know it could be for an hour or thirty minutes, you know. So you know we're willing to to go the distance um, and just continue to to do what we do as as men in the community, and and to show show not only the state of Virginia. Um, but the United States and, and this whole entire world, that there are black men out there who are remaining positive and, and doing great things in the community. Oh, yeah, they need to be reminded of that. So I really appreciate that. Well, I want to thank you guys for being on our show. I really think that our listeners will benefit from hearing this information, and I really hope that you all take the opportunity to go out there, and if you haven't already, purchase this book, Brother to Brother, Motivation for Young African-American Men. Uh, and also check out their website and get their information. Um, well, Lloyd, Sean, and Lloyd Senior, I really appreciate you guys being on the show. Thank and you. I hope you. I hope you guys continue to do very well. I know that you will, but I just I, I'm right behind. We're, we're supporting you. Thank you very much. Thank you, and you continue to do a great job with with everything that you're doing in the community. Also, thank you so much. Well, you guys have a great night. And we will be in touch. I have a couple of text messages from people who are interested in getting more information. Okay, that sounds great. All right. Have a good night, fellas. All right, you too. Bye. Bye. Okay, so that was Sean, Lloyd Alexander, and Lloyd Young. They all are doing really, really great things. They are the authors of Brother to Brother, Motivation for Young African-American Men. Um, Young Minds, Inc. is doing an incredible job with the Youth Mentoring Program. And I suggest that, you know, I've been reading about 
their efforts as well as the efforts of Michael Bader. And there aren't enough mentors out there. There are far too many mentees and not enough mentors. And, um, you know, I've had my hesitations also about doing that because of the time that it requires and the emotional attachment that you get when you're doing it. But the overall um, benefits of it is the fact that you're you're molding someone, you're helping them. And I, for one, did not have as much assistance as most people. You know, I didn't know about how, uh, you know, relationships work. I didn't know about how credit affects you overall in your life. I didn't know about how to take my passions and turn them into a business or how to have confidence and self-assurance within myself. And I had to find this this information all on my own. And the fact that I did, it took me a little bit longer than some of uh, some other people. And I didn't have to go through that if I had a mentor. I didn't. I wouldn't have to had endured some of the obstacles I went through, um, although they made me who I am today. And if I could just donate some of my time to help someone avoid some of those issues, I think that you know, it, I would be better off. I would not only would that person be better off, but I would be better off in knowing that I you know put so much effort into someone else's life. What do you think, Brianna? I mean, what I think, <clears throat> excuse me, is that what they're doing is just is awesome because you really got to think about what exactly is they're doing. You got black men, we don't like to talk. Mm-hmm. We hold all our emotion in and we well. You act it out, huh? I mean, it, it's it's crazy for these guys to be out there putting themselves out there. And, and making that stuff available to actually talk about it—it it, 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 it really is a blessing in itself. It's a blessing. And um, I mean, it takes a lot of energy. I mean, my, me myself—I I know I can't do it. I would love to do it, but I feel like I got a kid and I got enough mentoring as, I, as it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they—they taking the time out. They—they fighting the good fight. And I mean, it's a whole family. You hear what the father says? He says a village. You know, it's a generational thing, not just a, oh, we just woke up this day and we're going to go ahead and do this. No, like the grandparents, the, the father, the son, I mean, it's a whole family doing it. Yeah, and that's that's right there is what's up because that means they're doing something right. Yeah. And why wouldn't you share that information? Why would you just keep it within your family? So that's a blessing that they, they have been blessed and that they're using it to help the community. And I just wonder, like, you know, if I had the opportunity to have a mentor, how many of the things that I just I would have avoided, I would have never seen, I would have never came across if there was a mentor there. So one of the things that um, you know, the father had mentioned was that they have to be you know, parents have to be accountable. Yeah. You know, I might not have time to teach my son about one one thing. But if he had a mentor in his life, pick up the slack. It's like supplemental parenting. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that big brother situation. Right. And I don't have time to talk to him about the birds and the bees or talk about relationships or starting his own business. Or maybe he doesn't feel comfortable talking to me about it. Right. Then he could depend on his mentor. You have to look at that type of thing. Like, it's just a conversation. Really? I mean, they're not requiring you to spend money. Yeah, you want to take them out and enjoy yourself. But how many mentors kind of blur 
the idea of helping with, oh, we going to the movies and we going to the park or whatever. I know mentors that just take them to the mall, you know what I'm saying, just chill in the food court. I mean, are you having conversations? Are you talking about things? Yeah. Are you... Are you really engaging in their lives and trying to find a, a solution to their problems? And I know that with the young ladies that I talk to, I feel like I'm I'm making a difference. And you can see the small differences if you're paying attention. You know, you can see them act differently, speak differently, carry themselves differently. You see more confidence in how they're dressing and how they approach situations or what they discuss in regards to relationships or family and money. You know, and that's all the benefit that you really need. I just think dedicating your time to helping somebody is the least you can do with with your time on this earth. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I learned a lot going up in my small in my small time on this earth. I learned so much, and if I could just help one person by the knowledge that I possess, you know, I just think that it would it would be a blessing in itself. So. If you haven't already considered doing some mentoring for the new year, I would suggest that you volunteer in a couple of hours of your time to change someone's life. It would you will probably feel so much rewarded after that. And I, I suggest that you all contact them. Sean Young gave you his number. Um, I didn't have an opportunity to catch the website, but I would definitely suggest that you get the book. Um, let me see if I have the contact information. I have the contact information on the website, so go to com to get the rest of that information. But go ahead and purchase that book. If you're a young man or an older gentleman who wants to inspire a young man, get the book, Brother to Brother, Motivation for Young African-American Men. No, you don't even have to have kids. You have a nephew or maybe one of your homeboys have, you know, have kids or it's an excuse. And, and like the father said, there's no excuse. You know, it's someone out there that could help guide you. And I know a lot of men who find it rewarding to talk to a young man and actually see that the advice that they're throwing out is being utilized. They get some satisfaction out of knowing that I just I just gave a seed to this young man and he's going to go plant it someday. You know, so look at it like that. But either way, i got to wrap things up. Check me out, Gapsuf Diva. It's going to be at the MLK Signature Black and White Affair on January the 15th at Paz, and that is this Saturday. And this is uh, presented to you by DNW Entertainment and High IQ3, and this is in support of the High IQ3 Foundation, which is a youth mentoring program, which fits right in line with today's show. Um, Kels from 105.7 Kiss FM will be hosting, and music by Danger Mouth. Tickets are $10. Come on in and come out and support Natasha B. 1980.com will be in the building. Escort Digital Media will be in the building. Richmond Spotlight and DSW Entertainment will also be in the building. So come and support that youth mentor program and also have a good time and enjoy it. But um, Got to Diva Radio will be broadcasting live at that event this Saturday. Um, did I say doors open at 9 p.m.? I believe I did. So tickets for $10 in advance. Come on now, get them tickets. VIP is also available. And we will be at Harlem Cafe on Sunday, January the 16th, for Revelations at Sunset, which goes down every third Sunday of the month. Come out and enjoy some great, great live music and network with other like-minded individuals such as yourself. Doors open at 3 p.m. Admission is $8, and the show starts at 5. And this month's show is the Hip Hop and R&B show. 
So come out and support Black Box Inc. Support um, presents that, and the Gatsu Diva will be hosting that event. So we have a very very busy weekend. Um, also, go to www.zonasphere.com. Check out ZTV and vote for your favorite video. Number one spot is still waiting. Come on, we wrap this up on Thursday, I believe. So um, go ahead and get your vote on for your number one video. Um, I just hosted the second episode. Johnny Reds posted the first episode. So I, I would go back and watch the first episode, then watch my episode, and just keep watching it every week. Every Saturday is live at 8 o'clock. And that's brought to you by com. And check out my post. I just put up a post um, not too long ago. I think that, that went up there on Saturday. But um, I would suggest that if you're interested in having your music video on the countdown, to go ahead and submit as well. And like like stuff. Go online and, you know, not just on Zonosphere or Gap to Diva, but when you're reading something that you really like online, like it. Show your support. People read and they don't even they don't even comment they don't like it they just read it and walked away. You don't do that. That's like reading a magazine in the store and not purchasing. Yeah, that's whack. Don't do that. That's so whack. You know, I don't walk past somebody with a nice outfit and don't say I like your outfit. Cause otherwise, what I was looking over there for. Yeah. You know, so like stuff like go to Young Minds Inc. website and like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause they're doing good stuff. Like stuff. That's what we do in 2011. I like that. That's new. That's likable. You're so likable. Anyway, I love you guys for listening. I really appreciate your support. If you didn't get no inspiration today, you need to hit yourself upside the head with a rock. Because that's, that's word up. We really, they did they did a really good job at representing. And I, I'm proud. I'm proud. So shout out to the young family. God, that's a good dad and a good mom. Goodness, they're doing it. I'm ready to get adopted. That's how that's how inspired I am by them. Great job. But anyway, check me out, com. Facebook me and Twitter, at Gap2Diva. I'm all over. Google me, baby. Um, I hope you guys have a good night. We'll be back on Thursday with our feature artist of the week, Diallo. And he's going to have some great – no, I'm sorry, Jay Biz. I apologize. Jay Biz of VA is going to be on Thursday. <laughs> I'm ahead of the game. I'm ready to get January over with because, you know, next month is my month. But anyway, uh-huh. Thursday, J-Biz is going to be on Feature Artist of the Week for Gap to do for this week. And he's also going to be at the Signature MLK Black and White Affair. So tune in Thursday at 9 p.m. Be there or be square. As always, love you. Have a good night and behave yourself. Peace out. Gap to Diva is the map of the city. I mingle with the sick while I'm